Hey y'all, I'm Rachel. And I'm Jordan. And we are While the Kids Are in Bed podcast. So welcome to episode four. Um, and we just want to say thank you for listening. If you're loving it, please rate, review, um, and follow us on Instagram. We are in the works of doing a little giveaway. So if you haven't followed us on Instagram yet, um, do that. So it's while the kids are in bed podcast, and we'll be posting, um, about our giveaway coming up. So stay tuned. Fun stuff. Yeah. Exciting. Um, so yeah, we're going to jump right into this episode. We are talking about um, a topic that we are both pretty passionate about, so we don't want to make it uh, too long. We probably could talk about this for hours, mm. um, but really think talking about is there such a thing as having it all? You know, can you have the career, the kids, mm. the husband, the friends, social life, fitness? anything else yeah thrown in there um so when we were talking about ideas last week I had mentioned a quote I'd heard about you know keeping the balls juggling you know all your you know everybody references that keeping all the balls in the air but there's a specific quote I had heard a while ago about some balls are made of rubber and some balls are made of glass and it really resonated with me it was like really powerful and I couldn't remember where I heard it from because I wanted to give credit um so I did some digging on the good old Google and I found where it originated. I still can't remember where I heard it, but um, I want to give credit to the person who said it first. So it was actually given during a Georgia Tech commencement, commencement speech, excuse me, in 1991. Um, and it was by Brian Dyson, the CEO of Coca-Cola. Um, and so I'll link the whole speech in our show notes because the speech itself was really good. I think he was from Argentina, I believe. And so he talks about just hmm. like, you know, taking advantage of the education. Of course, he's talking to graduates. So he's like taking advantage of the education you're given. You can, hmm. you know, use it for life. You can use it just for a career, like just really kind of um, really inspiring in itself, the whole thing. But um, what I love is that he was talking to these very young graduates about balancing life and that kind of thing. And I think that's so important. So I'm going to read the quote that references the balls um, and everything and what he said. And then we're going to kind of just touch base on what that means to us and, you know, how we feel the struggle. Um, (laughs) So, you know, even before becoming moms and then now that we are moms, just that whole, that whole thing. Um, Okay, so the quote is, imagine life as a game in which you are juggling some five balls in the air. You name them work, family, health, friends, and spirit. And you're keeping all of these in the air. You'll soon understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. But the other four balls, family, health, friends, and spirit are made of glass. If you drop one of these, you'll be irrevocably scuffed, marked, nicked, damaged, or even shattered. They will never be the same. You must understand that and strive for balance in your life. Easier said than done. (laughs) Right? I agree. Um, And I think, I just, I think it's so, and it's interesting because he's the CEO of Coca-Cola. So for him to say, Mm that work is a rubber ball um, 
is pretty inspiring because mm-hmm. he clearly has done very well in his career in his you know life so it's not like he doesn't value work um doesn't value hard work because I believe his background is he like worked his way up through the company um mm-hmm. but to understand even someone at his level that work is a rubber ball that can bounce back I think mm-hmm. is so powerful and I think you know change spirit to health and fitness you know whatever it is I think spirit can encompass you know your mental health your um health physically your fitness all of that might encompass spirit for me at least when I read that quote um but yeah just thinking about that they do get damaged you know one way or the other if you don't pay attention to them and I feel like most of the time we prioritize work um, and family. I think most people do those too, but we let the spirit, the health and spirit, because he does reference health and spirit separately, but health and spirit balls drop and probably friendship draws balls drop more than. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, And I've heard, um, yeah, something similar with that in terms of that quote. And I, I liked, um, the reference when people talk, when the way I've heard about it is you can change that focus at any time. So like a lot of people get really hung up on the fact they've been, you know, one week you might have the work ball has to stay in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the following week when maybe the workload lightens up a little bit, um, you can kind of get the other balls more in motion. Um, so I always, I like that idea of the balance because I do think it's so hard to, we always want to, to do everything all the time, a hundred percent of the time. Um, and I think if anything, you know, as mothers and parents, we become great at multitasking, but there comes a point where there's just not enough time in the day. There's not enough, um, time or capacity, whether it's, you know, the physical sense or mental capacity um, of just what you can handle. Um, and that is, is a really hard load to bear. Yeah, I like that you reference that it doesn't have to be the same all the time because you're right. Like, because I think some people listening would be like, well, my God, if I dropped my work ball for too long, it would, ch- I wouldn't have a job or it, my project right. wouldn't get done right. or whatever. And, um, and you might have really big goals that you want to accomplish with your working career. So yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it has to be um, like all or nothing. And I think that's why he referenced it being a rubber ball, that it can be dropped some, mm-hmm. like, and it will bounce back. Like you can't just let it, you know, go by the wayside completely. Right. Like you said, like if you have a big thing going on, then it's going to be your focus. But if you have something that, where it's constantly the ball that you're paying attention to Mm -hmm. something is bad like you said like regardless if you mean to or not something is bound to go by the wayside Mm -hmm. um sometimes it is family you know a lot of times it can be that like you know your spouse and you drift apart because you're you know spending too much time on other things um it could be family but what I see a lot especially with women is it's the other the health friends and spirit balls that get dropped because you know as moms and women in general we Mm -hmm. tend to prioritize family 
you know, taking care of everybody, mm-hmm. taking care of the kids, taking care of um, husbands or households, so to speak. Um, yeah. If you're at the age where you're taking care of aging parents, like it could be that. I mean, there's a whole, if you're the age where you have grandkids, mm-hmm. I mean, just it kind of never ends. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like most women keep that family ball. And then if you've got work in there too, but then it's like, where do you find the time for your, for your help? That's usually the last thing. Um, friends, you know, maybe, but I mean, I know there's, we've talked about this all the time, you know, before it would be so easy to hang out with people just because everybody's free and you're all hanging out and doing the same thing. Um, but when you live states away like us, or just Mm. even the same town, you have to really make an effort. effort. Like it's not going to just happen. Um, you know, naturally like it used to, like, it just doesn't, you know, very rarely can you text somebody like the night of and be like, Hey, let's go grab dinner. I mean, that's just spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah. Hard. So, um, but yes, I don't know. And it's a struggle for me when I think about this, because when I think about the question, is there such a thing as having it all? I want to say, I, my instinct is say, yes, there is, but having it all right right and then but also I think having it all may look different to different people so Mm -hmm. like having it all to me might not mean that I have a full-time job and Mm -hmm. kids and work out and have friends and have a husband have friends (laughs) right (laughs) it may be you know it may be for me my perfect world is a part-time job with you know thick kids and you Mm. know flexibility so it's like I'm having it all but it's it's on my terms not Mm. the traditional having it all right I Um, see do you feel like that's changed your perspective since having Olivia yeah I think I mean it's hard because you're in this really strange pool of emotions, at least for me, because um, before her, I, I was like, I could never be a stay at home mom. You know, I need human, mm-hmm. human interaction. She's human, but I need adult interaction. Oh, this alien baby that's at <laughs> yeah. home with me. I need adult interaction and I enjoy my career and you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard other women say like, oh yeah, I thought I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. I tried it. I hated it. And then people who thought they would never be stay-at-home moms really decide like, no, that's what I want. So, but since having her, it really has become, I don't know. I don't know if I could go, because I, of course I'm still on maternity leave um, and I'm at the gym. So I work at the gym, probably like a, a part-time schedule would, you know, hours And so I do get to see her a good bit and spend a lot of time with her. And I don't know how I would feel or how I'm going to feel when I have to, you know, drop her off at daycare, you know, early in the morning and not see her for however many hours and then come home, you know, and then you get like, what, an hour, an hour and a half, and then they go to bed and Mm -hmm. that's really it. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that kind of thinking through that it does make me you know question how bad do I really want to work full-time if it means that I never get to see Mm -hmm. you know her 
But I think it's different too, if you have a job that you're really passionate about and something that, you know, you really care about, then that that's even harder position. Cause then you're like, why I love, you love both things. Like Mm -hmm. you love your job. You want to be involved. You want to be working and use your brain in that way and everything. Then you also want to spend time with your kids. Mm -hmm. So how do you make that, that decision? And I think we're talking about this in the ideal sense where financially you could afford to have care or afford to work and, you know, um, we're in some situations you're forced to continue to work or you don't want to right yeah or to stay at home when you prefer to work um but because I was gonna what brought me to that point was how critical like a support system meaning like Mm -hmm. child care whether it's a family member or daycare um is I know we've talked about just the challenges through COVID I feel like really ramped up Mm -hmm. finding care and that's kind of added a whole nother element um to the conversation about yeah making sure that you have someone that can watch your kids, whether it's part-time or full-time um, so that you can do whatever path you're choosing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard though, because as a mom and a woman, you feel so guilty over everything. So if you do have a career and job that you love and you're passionate about, and you don't want to give that up and you have kids, I mean, you're, you're constantly feeling like you're, like you said, not giving a hundred percent to either one Mm -hmm. because I mean, well, one, how can you? Um, But it's hard because it's like, and, and I struggle with it because again, you know, men don't go through that. Like they have their career and have their kids and no Mm -hmm. one questions a thing, but you know, with women, it's almost like, if you choose the career path, then you're being judged for neglecting your children or they're going to daycare all day. Oh, how, you know, how dare you send them there? It's awful. And then if you choose to take a step back from your career, um, then you're judged for, I don't know, what's being your, lazy, not Yeah, motivated. what's your worth then? <laughs> right, yes. Did you get a yeah. degree and, you know, yeah. pay for education? Oh, she's just a stay-at-home Just mom, a stay-at-home mom. You know, so I think with women, it becomes harder to have it all because, and with, like, if you're in a business world, like, you have to take time off to have a baby. And then when you come back, you know, it's like, you're gone for, you know, two months, three months, depending. And then it's like, oh my gosh, like I've, you know, I'm out of the rat race because I was healing mentally and physically. Um, And then if you're breastfeeding, finding time to pump and just trying to keep up with everything. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. just, it's hard. And again, I don't, I don't think there's a right or wrong choice. Like you said, I think it all depends on your personal situation like one if you financially can choose whatever path you want or if you just want you know what do you Mm -hmm. want for yourself but I think it's important like you said support system like if you are choosing either path you choose but if you are choosing the the path of like work and motherhood you've got to have people that can help you like there's Mm -hmm. no way one person can do that all by themselves Mm -hmm. it's impossible I mean Mm -hmm. there's just a point where you just hit the wall and be like I can't Mm -hmm. maintain it anymore I'm trying to care for little humans I'm trying to care for myself I'm trying to give 100% to my job and 
it's, I mean, it's just really hard emotionally and physically. And that's not even considering someone trying to find time to work out or meet up with friends or anything like Mm -hmm. that. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. just because you're just utterly exhausted at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always curious, particularly with women in the office, mm -hmm. like what, like what's your situation? Like, do you feel like I feel when you miss out on X, Y, and Z or like who's watching your kids and you feel good about that, right? Like we don't need to, we're not stressed about daycare. Like what, (laughs) what, what, how is everyone like making this work for them and how they feel about it? Yeah. Because I think we mentioned this on one of our earlier podcasts, you kind of feel like, am I the only one who feels this way, who feels guilty or do I need to feel guilty? Are we okay with (laughs) this level of care for our kids? Yeah. Um, And I mean, you know, recently, I changed to part-time for a variety of reasons. So I have worked, you know, full-time through Graham and through Scotty's first year of life until then eventually um, going part-time. And now um, the reason I kind of chimed in earlier with the at what cost reply was because I had to I had just gotten a promotion right after I came back from maternity leave and going part-time and I had to give that up. Yeah. Um, and I knew that once I made my, when I'm making my decision, it wasn't like that was a consequence. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was, but it wasn't something that it was something I had a hand in and knew willingly this would have to happen this way for me to reduce my hours. Um, but it got to a point where, and I had always like you, it, I thought I will always, um, you know, didn't really see in my future reducing my hours to even part-time really, I would say I was, I love what I do. I love who I work for. Everything worked out well with Graham. He loves his daycare. Um, but I mean, adding a second kid, I think really threw a wrench in it into the mix more than I ever, you know, thought. And I know like saying that back sounds like, well, of course, like you're just, you're doubling everything you're doing already. Right. Um, but you, it was working. It was working with Graham. I mean, even when I was pregnant, nine months pregnant with Scotty, I was working after he went to bed and, um, like it, like enjoying it, truly enjoying, um, my job. And it just got to a point where it just was coming home and trying to get, you know, quality time with my kids, dinner on the table, get them bathed. Um, I had a pretty lengthy commute to and from the office, um, having time to myself to relax. It just, it got to a point where, um, I feel like, I feel like something had to give. And so, um, I really kind of still do have mixed feelings about like, is this the right choice? And I think ultimately it is, but it's hard because I, I a hundred percent wish I could do both. And mm-hmm. if there was more time in the day, um, would love to, you know, I love having my kids home more and spending more time with them, but I absolutely love, um, love my job and, you know, hate the idea of having to do, to take a different role with less responsibility. Um, yeah. as a result, I just hate that that's kind of how it has to be, but yeah. Well, I remember you talking through your decision with us and, you know, every day it was like, okay, I'm doing this. And they're like, no, I'm not, you know, and it yes. is, it's such a hard 
choice. And again, and it's, I mean, again, not everybody has the freedom to make it and not everybody has to make it. But um, I think too, if you're in a partnership where like one, where the woman is doing the majority of the work, that makes it even harder, you know, to not be able to, you know, share the load. And even if you do share the load, still as a mom, you're just carrying a lot of the responsibility right. yeah. as being the mom. Yeah. And especially if you have a, a baby that you're, bre- if you are breastfeeding, then you have that responsibility of feeding and pumping that adds into all of that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a- it's almost like it's the unspoken rule that the mom tends to, I should say, generally speaking, like mm-hmm. handle like doctor's appointments when yes. the child's sick, like now there were times where Alex and I had to work it out because mm-hmm. his job was very stressful. My job at the time was very stressful, right. but it just tends to, and that's not like a dig on him. I think he would help out, um, you know, if his job was less demanding, but it's just, I feel like it tends to all of that stuff with sick kids, doctor's appointments, just like keeping those things, yeah. um, ha- you know, handling those things kind of tend to be placed on the mom. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I don't know if it's, you know, of course, kids want their moms more when they're sick and, you know, that kind of thing. Or if it's, you know, our, I feel like sometimes it's our attention to detail, like, you know, like, like you said, like Ben would go, but I would be like, okay, well, did you ask this? Did you ask that? You right. know? Do you so know like, what their feeding schedule is? Like, do right, you know how they right. slept last night? Are you going to be able to describe like when you yeah. gave medicine and and yeah, I, like, it they could, like if coaching. we weren't there, like, yeah, they could do it, but it is, it's just one of those things. I think the mom thing just takes over where it's it like, takes over. I would feel better if I was just the one dealing with this right. issue. Um, right. but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I agree. And I think for you, when we were talking about, you know, going back part-time and just different things, we, I remember all of us having the conversation where it's like, you know, your kids like this is a season of life that you're in. So Mm -hmm. your kids are young right now. And they're in those early years where it's just, again, like not, you know, we don't want to be like, babies don't keep like the advice we don't (laughs) want to give from last episode. But when they are so small and you want to spend such, you know, really quality time with them, Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, this can be a season of your life. So just because you're going part-time now, doesn't mean that you'll never go back to work because eventually they'll be at school and that will be a different phase of life because Mm -hmm. they're not going to be in daycare um and yeah I mean it's just it's hard but I think we've you've got to I don't know I personally handle things better when I can think about it like that like just because I'm choosing this now doesn't mean it's something that I'm going to do right forever you know like right now this is what works for me and my family but as a I think as a mom and a woman I think we have to think about two other things that can be taken off our workload or be not being given a hundred percent you know Mm -hmm. like the house being clean Mm -hmm. all the time um laundry you know other activities like what is it that's going to take a back seat like if you're deciding to have it all so to speak Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like for me it was like okay if I'm going to go part-time then like okay we can't uh, you know I can't afford certain things anymore you know so like that's fine I can I can let that go or you know if hours ramp up then it's like okay well the house isn't quite as clean as I would like it to be 
well, that's just something that I have to come to terms with because it's like either the house can be immaculately clean and I can be exhausted and just at my wit's end or things can have a little bit of dust on them and Mm -hmm. I'm a little happier on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, I think if we just, I think we put the standards on ourselves, but you know, it's just, if we keep everything at such a high standard for everything in our life, something is good. Like you said, something's Mm going to give, like you're not, you cannot give a hundred percent to a clean house, to, to work, to kids, to spouses and expect Mm -hmm. to be able to give a hundred percent to health and wellness and spirit and for I mean there's just no way there's no way I feel like and maybe it's just me but I feel like there's probably others too I I put a lot of work into like what my job is what my title Mm -hmm. is like what am I doing yes with my life and it goes back to the comment of like yeah you're just a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. um or if someone like you know their job even even referring to like keeping the house clean like gives me like jittery vibes because it paint like I just I and I just have this I feel like I've carried this misconception of what a stay-at-home mom does what it looks like mm-hmm. um I even had a friend um the other day we were catching up from work and she's like oh have you had a lot of like coffee dates with friends now that you're part-time and <laughs> and like she didn't mean anything by it but it's just like well no I've just I've just taken the time that I was working and I'm now with kids and chasing them around. Um, So (laughs) I I think I want to attach my worth to something more than just this. I'm just a mom or, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I don't, I'm still like coming to terms with how to, um, to break that cycle, even, even still working, you know, even still working part-time. I just think that's hard to that's a good point because I do think, I think we live in a culture that glorifies busy and yes. the busy you are, yes. the more important you are. You know, I mean, I we used to go home to work every Monday and somebody like, oh, you know, it was like, let's see who can be more tired than the other but, Yes. You know, like, oh, I'm exhausted. I did this and this. Oh, well, I'm exhausted. We did this, this, and this. And I would yes. be like, well, I am really refreshed, actually. <laughs> I didn't do a damn thing. Great. Yeah. And it it wasn't true, but it's just like, and I remember thinking like, oh my God, like why? But again, it's like, and I remember thinking too, since um, this is, I mean, obviously I'm on maternity leave. So before I was not part-time at the school and I was also doing the gym. So really full-time if you put both of those things together. So this is um, the first time since she's been bored where, you know, I just have the gym. So I have a a lesser schedule, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And, but again, like day is very full, but I, at the end, now I'm tired. Don't get me wrong. But I remember when I was doing work and the gym and everything, I mean, there were days where I was just like, so exhausted, you know, just like, oh my God, I can like barely make it through the evening, like getting up in the morning. I mean, just running on fumes. And I had to come to terms with it too, because I don't feel that. I mean, some days are better than others. Cause of course I have an infant at home, but I don't feel that run down feeling. And I remember thinking like, well, if I don't feel that way, did I really have a successful day? Like if I didn't work myself mm. to the bone, 
did I do enough? Like did I not really, do give a hundred percent. Yes. Like, oh gosh, like I feel, I feel refreshed, not refreshed because I don't know if any mom ever feels refreshed again, but you know, like <laughs> I feel okay. And it's like, I'm not mm-hmm. falling asleep on the couch. Like, did I give enough? And that's just mm-hmm. crazy. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy that in my mind, I'm like, I should be beaten to the bone basically. Right. To right. feel valued and to feel like I did enough. And right. like you said, I mean, juggling five balls, like you're just, you're just not going to be able to like, eventually you're going to get sick or you're going to hit your breaking point and have somewhat of a breakdown, which mm-hmm. I mean, I've had before, you know, where again, like you and your spouse might start fighting more because there's not that love and attention there. You know, friendships might go by the wayside. I mean, something because you just, we can't live that way, but we have mm-hmm. a culture where like, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yes. And like you said, I I don't know if it's something that's comes from our society, like, because it's like, we talk about this a lot, like with the movement with women, you know, becoming, having better positions in companies and moving up and, you know, and just really being an equal representation that men are, that that standard has risen but the standard of household duties kid all duties, the other stuff all the other things hasn't gone down so hasn't changed we are expected as women to function like we are a stay-at-home mom and then have a career on top of that exactly and but, work like we don't have kids and work like you don't have kids and have kids like you don't work and right. it's in pot and it's like well, why doesn't anybody, like, I mean, I'll never forget when I went to the, I was going back to the gym, the evening classes, and somebody looked at me and said, where's the baby? Like, at home. She said, who's watching her? I said, her father. I mean, who's watching her? There's two of us. And again, Ben's wonderful. I mean, he, he Mm -hmm. loves that time with her. He loves being able to put her down for bed, but again it's another woman saying that to me mm-hmm. another woman mm-hmm. again she didn't mean anything by it but it was like the the conception that I you're, should not be right. out without the baby, without the baby. The baby you know you're it's right just, it is it is so ingrained in our culture it really yeah, is yeah I mean because again like we said before even if you and your spouse don't feel that way um because we I mean we split household duties. I mean, Ben cooks more than I do these days, just because of my schedule at the gym, you know, kind of created that. Um, cause he didn't want to eat at 10 o'clock at night. So mm-hmm. he started cooking, but even if your spouse and you are on the same page, it, culture, our society and culture makes it really, really hard to feel like if you decide to not have it all, that you're making the right decision. You know, I mean, it does, it makes, like you said, your worth is diminished almost, you know, by some people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think about like, you know, if you're at a holiday party and you're meeting a spouse and it's like, okay, now hi, Rachel, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you respond? And I'm trying to come up with a statement that doesn't like, um, like diminish to use your word like the importance yeah, of what hard. you're doing. Um, because I, I want to be able to say like, well, I have two kids, you know, 
but I, all of my passion is marketing or, you know, I work for XYZ company and, you know, here's what our big projects are working on because it just feels like to that just, if I didn't say that, it, does it, does the sentence just fall flat with like, well, I have two kids. So take, take that for what you will, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, when I was a te- you know, te- full-time teacher and I would say like, I'm a teacher, people would be like, oh, you know, like, so say, yeah, same. I mean, it's like, I don't know. You need to come up with something funny. Like I'm keeping two humans alive. Right. Or, <laughs> Is that not enough? <laughs> yeah. It's something. I manage our household. Well, um, um, Alex had a friend who um, asked if their dog could come stay with us like uh, randomly for, um, something work-wise that came up for him and I'm like I have enough a living things in my house that I'm taking <laughs> care of right now like I just I like I'm not I'm not saying that I I can't do that but it really might set me over the edge to have one more that I'm yes. to feed and amen you know. oh I even I only have one kid and one dog and I tell Ben you're responsible for the furry baby and I'm oh. responsible for the other. oh my gosh well I keep reminding Sorry. Alex that he wanted to have a second dog before we had Scotty Ben simply and I'm like, and I'm like oh. you've lost your mind this was before Olivia was born I was like hell no am I getting mm. another dog you've lost I your mind I don't but think yeah. it, I don't think it would happen until kids can actually take care of there take care go. of one of the living things yes there you go help them but yeah and going back to your value and stuff someone posted on Instagram um a couple a while ago I have to see if I can find it but it was really powerful because it said it was talking about the Sunday day of rest. And she the quote was like, I don't, I don't resting on Sunday isn't just about it being, you know, Sunday in church and all of that. It's about giving myself a breather and not like doing work because mm-hmm. who I am doesn't hinge on work. Like so they're mm-hmm. like saying like they give themselves Sunday, like they don't touch work. They don't do anything because it really is about being you and who you are mm-hmm. without work. Like have a day yeah. where that isn't part of who you are and you were just you and your value is who you are as a person, how you treat others, what you do for the world, but that doesn't necessarily have to be your career. And we should all spend a day where we're just being us and not worrying about our value being attached to something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, like I, that. I need, I need some of that juju. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is really powerful. And I, the, I didn't do it justice, but yeah, I mean, I just think you have to, you're going to have at one point, like you said, like have a hard conversation with yourself and say, what kind of life do I want for myself? Mm-hmm. Because that looks different for everybody. Like we said, your your family's financial situation will dictate it. What you want personally will dictate it. Um, whether you have kids or don't have kids, I think we do too much of settling where it's like, oh, well, this is just the way it is. Like people don't love their jobs. People don't, you know, mm-hmm. and I, that's not true. It's like, if you are unhappy with what you're doing, who you're around, whatever it is, like, where do you want to spend your energy and how do you want to live your life? Cause you have to think, I mean, if you're choosing, if you do have a full-time job, that's a huge chunk of your time you're spending doing that, mm-hmm. you know, and do you really want to spend the majority of your time somewhere where you hate life or mm-hmm. you know, don't like the people you're working with and you're just 
miserable. And I mean, no job is worth the stress and things that it causes us. Your mental health. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, um, you know, one of my friends said that a long time ago, she was like, you know, no one's going to name a building after us. Like when we leave, they're going to move on. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, so, and yeah. it's disheartening to think that yeah. like being on maternity leave, like no one's called me in a panic. Yeah. Like I, what would we have, do without you? Coworkers have said this to me too. It's funny because one of the the guys, of course, when you announce that like you're leaving or stepping back or changing roles, everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh no, don't go. Like, yeah. you know, and then I had one coworker who was like, you're making like such a good decision for you and your family. Like, I really don't oh. think you'll regret it. And he's like, the best. everyone's replaceable. He's like, I know everyone wants to think that the, the company, the workplace, <laughs> whatever it is, would not function without you. Like, that's how yeah. important we want to make, you know, we feel that we yeah. are to the, yeah. you know, we're making the, you know, the train keep on, keep to continue moving. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you know, the truth yeah. of the matter is any one of us, it does not, it's not just a, you know, a dig on you. Um, specifically, it's like anyone can leave and you're replaceable. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's disheartening. So you think about that. Think about that, that your value hinges on what you do for a living. But if you were gone tomorrow, they would miss you. I'm not saying they wouldn't miss you. And I'm sure there are times where people are like, oh, we miss Rachel. We miss. She was good at what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, we, you know, it's not quite the same without her. But at the end of the day, it's a hole that has to be filled. So yeah. it's next man up. Someone fills it. The the school has to keep operating. I mean, my God, they're, you know, so it is what it is. It's like, yeah, we might miss the way you did things or we might miss, you know, you were really good at this and we miss that, mm-hmm. but it's not like the place is going to be, like you said, like I'm crumbling to the ground. Yeah. I'm nowhere near that important. I mean, my gosh. So, and that's what's so humbling I guess for lack of a better word is like our value what we hinge like what you said like what we want to be able to say when we meet people what we do and then we could be replaced in an instant so it's like why why is it that we are so you know keen on holding on to it if that's not something we really want so don't get me wrong if if a career is something that you are passionate about and it's like I re- I love it, you know, eat, breathe, love it, then by all means, go for it. You know, I, I don't want to take that away from anybody and make it sound like we're saying you're making the wrong decision if you choose to be a full-time working mom, because I think there's instances where people are loving it and it's like the best thing ever, you know, for them and their situation. But if you're not in a position where you absolutely love what you're doing and you can find peace with both, with all the things, then, you know, really reflect on it and think about like, what else can I do? How can I change it to make sure that, you know, my family balls and my health balls and all those balls don't go crashing, crashing down. Right. Like what's the, what's the most important to you to continue juggling? Yeah. Cause I think at the end of the day, we can pretend, I think we all want to be a certain way you know, each of us, like we talked about our other episode, like a lot of people want to be a 5am workout person. I I want to be able to keep plants alive. You know, <laughs> we don't get, what we, we can't always have, get what we want. Okay? <laughs> right. You know, can't be great at everything. 
so I kill plants. It's my thing. But I, it sometimes I just wonder: Are we being a certain way because we think we want it, we should be that way, or is it really how we want to be? You know, because like you mentioned, like you loved your job, you love your career. It wasn't about you being miserable and hating your job. You just wanted to spend your time in a different way right now. And that's a hard pill to swallow to say, because again, even though this is a season, you don't know what it's going to be like when you decide to step back into work. Like you don't know what that's going to look like a couple of years from now. Like it's going to be totally different, but Mm -hmm. to take the risk to say like, this is where I want my full attention. I mean, it's kind of scary in a whole bunch of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, it is. So I'm just clinging on to my part-time hours, (laughs) hoping I'll I'll get some clarity. Um, But no, it, I ultimately know that it was the best decision and I don't want to look back on these years when they're young especially you know but like you said before they go to school and Mm -hmm. feel like I was waffling on whether I should quit my job um, or step back at the time um so I just got to a point where I wasn't doing the job justice because of my attention feeling like Mm -hmm. it was pulled elsewhere and then my kids weren't getting the best of me either because I was pulled into work so do you regret your decision um no. Um, I mean, I, we've been, I've been home with them, you know, a lot more than I typically am just because of kids being sick recently. Right. Um, and so of course, like my head spinning and being like, Oh, the thought of just being like, can you just watch my kids for a day? And I'm gonna go to the office. Sounds great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, they're sick. If they're sick, I want to be with them. And I, you know, I was telling someone from work when she was asking how I was doing. And I was like, that would have been really hard to maintain um, the job that I was in and how demanding it was with trying to worry about um, kids and doctor's appointments yeah. and yeah. missing meetings and things like that. That's true. And that's a good point. Just be, like, like you said, like being a stay-at-home mom does not mean that you have it easier and you're less tired like saying like being able to take a breath and go into the office you know sounds nice a lot of times because you're with them constantly which is a whole different ball game um but yeah I mean again I I think it's I think remembering that you've got to take care of yourself first you got to prioritize your health your spirit you know, so you can be the best version of you, you know, that old saying, you can't pour from an empty cup, you know, I mean, you'll show up no matter what, no mom's not going to be there for their family, but, you know, got to carve out time for you and yourself too, like that ball isn't made of rubber, and I think a lot of times, you know, for me, I see a lot of women who treat that ball like it's made of rubber, and then it does get scuffed, and you know, damage and it's really hard to dig your way back out of it, you know, mm-hmm. but you don't want to be run down and feeling, you know, low energy and just miserable because you have a family you need to take care of. You know, you've got to, you've got to put that first for longevity, for being there for your kids, but having the energy to play with your kids, all of those things. Like you got to think about the big picture of that. Like we said, like you can be replaceable at work. You're not going to be replaceable to your kids and to your family and to mm-hmm. your friends. Like you're, that's not going to happen. So thinking through, 
again, not, I don't know, maybe it's not having it all, but maybe it's having what you want. What's most important to you at this time in your life. And I, like you said, I like the fact that it can change as you go through different seasons of life. Yeah. And And I think too, like, again, if it's something that you want to balance both, then having those conversations with people around you. And I don't think women are very good at delegating. I know I'd much rather just do something myself. We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. You and I, like, I just rather do it myself than, you know. If you're not going to do it, it now, then I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, you know, and then like losing, um, having to give up some control, you know, my, my analogy for that is the Tupperware containers, you know, Ben doesn't put them up the way I would put them up. And it, well, there's a system, right? There is a system which you figured out within five well, minutes yeah, of being freaking <laughs> open the drawer and you can tell there's a system. Just follow the system in place. Why do men not understand this? Because I, I don't know. Way, I mean, you were like, I mean, it was unreal. You came <laughs> when Olivia was born and you're like, I'm trying to find where your little containers are. And I'm like, thank you. It's obvious <laughs> yeah. that their shape and size categorized, isn't it? Like, and that's just common like it just was like it's a no-brain like right you know, it, like I said I could clearly sell you at a system very obvious yes and so I, yeah that was so true so he does not notice that which is <laughs> fine so but I everyone has their claws right right and I remember um even before Olivia like I was like okay this bothers me but he's putting away the dishes. Like he's like, he's helping with household chores, which he should, because we both live here. So I can either care way too much about this and say something, which is going to irritate him and make him not want to help with the dishes. Or I can just thank him for doing it and you know, for helping out and move on. And then if it really irritates me, I can fix them later. Or I can just take a breather and take a step back you know like and that's what I'm talking about before like you gotta let some things go because you you gotta ask for help so it's like I either get help emptying the dishwasher and it's not quite the way I'd want to do it or I do everything myself and it's perfect and it's in my categories but then I'm exhausted because Mm. I don't let anybody help me because you know at a certain point if you're like it's going to be the point where like they stop offering because they can't do it right so to speak you know in our heads they can't do it right but yeah so I mean don't uh you know don't be afraid to ask I get really hung up on you know like oh he should just be offering which he does a lot he offers a lot of times but there's some things they don't know that we need help with or that we want help with mm-hmm. and when I ask he always says yes like he's all he's never told me like no I'm not going to do that but it's like, why don't I, why don't I just ask more, you know, and like ask family and friends, like people around you in your life want to help you. Like they mm-hmm. want to be there. But as women, like you said, like we referenced in our first episode, like we're all just assuming we're suffering in silence and we're like, well, God, if I'm the one that says it, then I'm the bad mom or I'm the one that can't keep up with everything. When reality, mm-hmm. everybody's probably feeling the same way. Well, one so, of the one of the pieces of advice that we didn't um, get to touch on last week, but someone had submitted was to um, postpartum. A good piece of advice they received was to ask or an, and accept and or accept help. Yes. and that just is so like I feel like it's one of those things where if someone says, 
um, hey, how are you? Can I do this something for you? The instinct is like, no, you know what? I can manage. I can mm-hmm. pick up my own groceries or I can, yeah. I can, I can get by. Like, it's almost yeah. just like instinct rolls off the tongue when like, why do you do that? Like when it really would make it easier if someone wanted to, someone's asking, can I drop really off asking. dinner at your door, yeah. you know, yeah. order you DoorDash, whatever. But either way, yeah, I mean, I remember, yeah, it just be open to that and don't, because if someone's asking, they really need, like they really do want to help and they don't know how. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're not asking just out of courtesy. I mean, there might be a few people that do that, but for, I mean, for me, it's like, especially with four kids, like I'm asking, cause I don't, I'm not in that situation. I don't know what you need, but I want to do something for you. I want to mm-hmm. help in some way. Um, and I think that's important. And I think if you are the person asking, ask specific questions, you know, try not, cause like, you know, Ben the other day, you know, we had an incident with, you know, just getting Libby to eat a little bit more. And he kept asking me if I was okay. And I'm always going to say yes. Like, I'm really going to be the person that's like, no, I'm not okay. Which is a problem. We should say that more when we're not okay. <laughs> but, work on that in therapy. Yes. Yeah. Another day. But, you know, and I, and I finally told him, cause he's like, well, you kept telling me you're okay. And I was like, well, you're asking the wrong question. Like, don't ask me if I'm okay ask me something specific about the situation that we have going on. Like how, you know, how are you feeling about this situation? How did it go? What are your thoughts? You know, like, because that I can answer, but if you just ask a woman or anybody, if you're okay, most likely they're going to be like, yeah, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. So accept help, but also you be specific. Like, can I make you dinner one night? Like, cause it is hard when someone's like, how can I help you? I love Mm -hmm. when people say, let me know if there's any way I can, How I can help. help, which yeah. is again, a sweet, no one is meaning that negatively, but for, for a lot of people, even on the person on the receipt, I've said that before to somebody mm-hmm. and they, they rarely are like, actually, this is what you could do. Like, right. People it feels so, too much. It feels yes. like, like you need to say, yes, I love, that. I love when someone yes. will say, I'm bringing you coffee. What do you, what do you drink? Yes. It's, it's yes. like. I'm just going to drop it off at your door or whatever it is. Can be right. no contact, but yeah. it's like, I'd like to bring you dinner. Is there anything you don't like to eat? Whatever, yes. You know? Yeah. I'm going to wa- I want to watch the kids for you. Tell me what, what afternoon. Day yeah. What yeah. day? Like be specific in your request. If you truly mean it, because that just opens the door to somebody really allowing the help. And I know that sounds crazy that you have to help people help me help you that whole thing (laughs) but it's true and I think I think moms and women especially can relate just because it is hard to ask for help um but yeah I don't know again you know think or figure out what works for you and your family in this season of life um and just don't let anything rob you of your health your family um you know, your spirit, all of that. Don't let anything, whether it's work, whether it's other stresses going on in your life, you know, just make sure that you don't have anything robbing you of the other things that are truly, truly important. Because like we said, at the end of the day, kids are going to get older. You know, relationships are harder to repair. You can always get a new Mm -hmm. job. You know, you can always do other things, but it's hard to, you know, start over in, in some categories. So true. 
yeah so i'm excited to hear um like you said how everybody feels you know i i love mm-hmm. to pick people's brains when they say like oh i thought i was going to be stay at home mom and i heard oh, out yes. for me or i thought i was going to be home working and i just i couldn't do it it's just, you know i just because again it, it's something that you don't it's hard to and i remember luckily having enough people around me sharing those things to say you just don't know until you're in it. So when everybody was like, mm-hmm. well, what's your plan? I was like, I, I don't, this is tentatively what I'm going to do, but I don't know. I don't know how I'll feel in the moment. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so I'm always curious what people, how people go about that and what surprised them most after having their kid, how they felt about their job mm-hmm. and, you know, other things. So, but yeah, so. Switching gears, you want to talk about yeah. what you're, what you're loving lately? Yes. You're always into the underwear and to like, I feel like that's such a good, like, um, did I share underwear before? No, well, the bra, right? Oh, I a did. Bra. I did. That is that's true. I was thinking of like, I'm like, that's so postpartum of you because I feel like those are such like the like things that make you feel normal again, you know, like good <laughs> underwear and a really supportive bra. That's what we need. Yeah. Can't you tell what phase of life I'm in? <laughs> trying to work out four months postpartum oh yeah so that's funny that you say it like that because it is so true like I think one of the things you shared on Instagram was like what somebody never told me that um I'd be wearing a pad as big as the diaper that is on my baby (laughs) and you know loose underwear is key for a very long time um so yes I am loving this underwear it's um heat, seamless hipster underwear. The brand is fine, like F-I-N-E two T-O-O. Um, it's on Amazon. So I will share the link. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm I love me some is that Amazon. How you it or is it like Fene too? I don't really know to be honest, because I was looking and I was like, oh, I don't really know how to pronounce this. Okay. But it's it's together, like in one word mm-hmm. is how they list it. Um so I was a little skeptical because it says it's like seamless. And I was like, well, I've bought seamless underwear before and mm-hmm. I can still see the same. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I bought it <laughs> yeah, size marketing. too small. I don't know. But yeah. And so, you know, of course, with women, most of the time it's either you wear the, a thong to be seamless, which is fine. But as you know, postpartum, um, those are aren't always the most comfortable thing <laughs> to wear um so if you've had a baby you know it's just again I'm back to where I can wear them but like if I wear them more than one day at a time it just it's just uncomfortable yeah. you know you don't you don't have to explain it to me well I just didn't <laughs> want people to think I was weird so anyways um too late for that but this underwear is truly seamless like really no yeah. show at all um, they have other colors. I got black and it is like true, like really, but you can't see it at all. The only thing I don't love is they're not very, um, absorbent. Like they're not like, because they have, because they have to, since they are seamless, they have to be more of like a silky texture, Mm -hmm. which is okay. It's just sometimes like, I, it's almost like I wish they were like a little bit more of a cotton feel to them, mm-hmm. but, um, but I love them and they I'm come sure in the direction you were headed, headed there, but <laughs> yeah, so we won't go there, but, um, they come in a six pack 
and Ooh. I really like them and they're they're under $20 for the six pack mm. yeah so I'll share the link but it's yeah fine oh. too and they they just fit really well and they true like they truly are so because like when I go to the gym and stuff it's like you don't want the underwear line showing yeah but sometimes you want to wear full underwear so right. it is like the perfect the perfect thing so yeah I love it yeah yeah so what about you um, well, I had originally written down the Libby app, but it's really oh, more yeah. of just like the tool that our library uses, because in general, what I'm loving is I will sing the praises of this like all day, every day is renting like specifically like Kindle books from the library. Yeah, I just like they're. For now, I know there are some diehard people who like love to turn the pages and yeah. I'm with you. Like I love browsing bookstores and mm-hmm. if a friend gives me a book, I'll um, like love the novelty of like physically holding a book. But especially since having kids and I'd be like holding a baby or, mm-hmm. you know, grandma wants me to sleep with him or lay with him when he goes to sleep. And um, as he falls asleep, I can pull up my book in these like rare moments where you have like, I call it like quote unquote dead time mm-hmm. of not being able to do something else, but being able to read my book. I mean, there's no way I would read as much as I have in the past few years if I didn't yes. read from the library. Yes. And it's just I, free. It's free. Yeah. I was going to say that because I was one of those that started off when this became popular that I was like, oh, absolutely not. I love holding the book in my hand. Mm-hmm. I love the smell of books, all that stuff. I love seeing them on my bookshelves, blah, blah, blah. And it's true, but like you said, I still go to bookstores, I still shop, I do all those things, mm-hmm. but I read so much more now because of it and mm-hmm. because it makes me feel like, like when you're getting your hair done or whatever, like, yeah, I can throw scroll through social media and all that stuff, but sometimes you just want like a detox from that. Yes. And it's like, I can pull up my book and read and have some quiet time. Yes. And like you, like I pull it up on my iPad and I can dim the light in the page so I can read before bed without it being like this really glaring light. And now that I have Olivia, like breastfeeding, it's been a huge game changer. Yes. Because again, like I I don't want to be on social media so I can sit there and I can read my book and it's quiet and it's, you know, relaxing. Yeah, I agree. You you really got to capitalize on those times. Yeah. And you, you're right. Like I wouldn't, I used to always be like, oh man, I wish I could read. And now granted, I mean, I'm not sitting there reading for hours a day, but what I love about it is that like, it saves your progress too. So I can be reading on my iPad and then I then pick up my phone and it's on there yes. and I can go, you know, so that's instead of looking yes. a book around, you know, everywhere. Right. waiting at a doctor's yeah. appointment. I mean, yes. there are just yeah. infinite yeah. benefits. Um, so I just, I know, like like I said, our library uses a specific app for it, but it's less the app that I enjoy and more just the process and ability Mm -hmm. to do, um, to be able to do that, to rent books. Yeah, I agree. It took me a while to get on that bandwagon and then realizing that it was free because then I was buying books, you know, digital books from Amazon. And then it was like, no, 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 get with your library. So I mean, have you ever reread a digital book? No. I know. I don't know. Some people might, but. I just thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm one. loving to this week and every week. 
I love that. Well, I think that fits too, because we're talking about, you know, prioritizing and taking care of yourself and making time for you. And that makes it just a little easier to have a couple moments. If you want to just read and get away from social media and the TV and all that stuff and just have some quiet time. I'd love for someone to watch my kids and I could just read books for a little bit. But well, if you're listening, ask Jordan specifically, what <laughs> afternoon right. can I come what over afternoon? and watch your children? <laughs> Trust me, I've got a wide open calendar. <laughs> I got plenty of days and there are multiple <laughs> people. Don't be shy. Multiple <laughs> people shy. can ask. Right. <laughs> Can't wait. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, those are great. Those are two. Yeah. Read your books while you sit in your seamless underwear. <laughs> so soft and silky yeah (laughs) i love it all right y'all well that's a wrap for this week thank y'all for listening and like we said before please follow and rate us um wherever you listen to your podcast and then make sure to follow us on instagram like i said we're going to be working on a little giveaway so make sure you follow us on instagram to get the details of that And we'll see y'all next week.